Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. Episode 104, right now. Welcome back to One Extraordinary Marriage, where we talk about life, love, and the pursuit of intimacy. You're here with Elisa DiLorenzo. And Tony DiLorenzo. And we're having flashbacks. That uh, song was popular our freshman year in college. And, yeah. And um, gosh, I remember many late nights sitting up watching MTV. Yes, that, that was in the age and the day when we had MTV, right? Music and videos. And it was music videos. <laughs> <laughs> that was at the start of Real World. I think Real World started while we were in college and... That's yeah. the beginning of reality TV as we know it today. It was. Um, but right now. Yep. Right now. We're going to be talking about what you can do today to make a difference in your marriage. Mm-hmm. And the reason we're bringing this up now is, you know, in the past couple of weeks, you know, we've talked about certain things like date nights and how you can plan those out for the future, you know, but some of those things may not happen in the future if we as a couple aren't engaging each other right now Mm -hmm. today this moment when things are getting brutally hard on us you know because whatever happens and how we act and react today at this moment can cause us to be in a spiral and a downward spiral possibly that doesn't allow us to really have fun and engage each other and have this joyous occasion that we've been planning for. Mm-hmm. And so that's what tonight is all about. And today's show is all about. It's what do we do right now in our marriages in all forms of intimacy, right? Because we want to be engaging each other in all areas. So that way we can have this impact. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's interesting as we're preparing for the show. And this is a song that I've actually wanted to, play and and you know develop a podcast on for a while in fact i had to go back and look through all our old episodes to make sure we hadn't already done a show on it because it was so vivid in my mind that we would have played we have done it well just that we would have played the song because i've thought about the fact Mm -hmm. the the sense of immediacy Mm -hmm. in this song and and i you know i remember being in college and and the music video for this where the words were flashing you know, right. the different lines would be flashing up there and, and you know, things to do right now. Mm-hmm. And 
you know, I'm struck by the line um, in the song as I was looking over the lyrics. There, there are two lines that says, right now, hey, it's your tomorrow. And how often do we find ourselves saying, you know what, tomorrow I'll make up with her. Tomorrow I'll be nicer to the, to the kids, to the family. Tomorrow I'll come home early. Tomorrow I'll take out the trash. Tomorrow I'll put the toilet seat down. Tomorrow I'll make dinner for him. And, and you know, reading over the song, having those flashbacks to almost 20 years ago, I guess it actually was 20 years mm-hmm. ago. It is. Yeah. Um, you know, and thinking, okay, you know, back then, you know, everything was right now. Like you were just li- in college, you were living in the moment, you know, working towards your degree. But, you know, it was like, what's going on right now? Who's doing what? And, and then we get to this point in our lives where everything seems like it's in the future. Like I'm working towards, you know, you hear people say, well, I'm like working towards retirement or I'm working towards this career path or I'm, you know, I want to, you know, I can't wait till we make 20 years married or, or whatever it is. It's always about the future. And I think so often we forget to live right now. In the present. In the present. Because we're, we're so like, well, I'm planning for this. I'm planning for that. And, and I, I'm guilty of it or I oh, forget that. We both are. And that's why we're talking about it because it helps us. It helps us remember. And, and it's, it's something that, you know, I was sitting here um, or standing in the kitchen tonight preparing dinner and Tony's goofing around with the kids and they're just having that fun like all of a sudden I heard the, the fun kid laughter that comes up when everybody's in a good place. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nobody's cranky. Nobody's poking each other. Nobody's doing, you know, this or that to irritate each other. And they're all just having fun. And I thought, wow, yeah, what a special set. And I could just, as I'm making dinner, just be, even though I wasn't in the room, I could be present in that moment with them. This is your tomorrow. Stop putting off in your marriage, the things for tomorrow and start doing them today. Right. You know, if that means that you need to pick up the phone and call your husband and say, you know what, I'm just thinking about you. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, yeah, we're going to do date night in a month. No, maybe, maybe you need to do it tonight. Yeah. Or maybe you do need to send that text and you got to get the romance going again. You know, maybe there's those little things that you need to do right now. And I know many of us, you know, we get busy with our day to day schedules and with work and with life. And it makes it very hard for us to be able to pick up a phone and chat with our spouse. Fortunately for Lisa and I, we can do that at times, especially when I'm driving from one place to the next. It's, it's very easy for me to just, hey, Elise, what's happening with you? Let's, let's talk mm-hmm. because I got a 20, 30 minute drive. So I'll pick up the phone and you know, if the kids are gone. But maybe for some of you, it's just starting to text your spouse and romancing her again. And, and it's funny because just the other day I happened to cross some site where this guy he came up with this really cool product called text to romance or text texting to romance so it's not this sexual thing Mm. it's it's more about just romancing your spouse because it's not always about just saying hey baby i'd love to get you in bed it's more like hey honey i can't wait to get home and wrap my arms around you so is is this is it like suggestions for what to text or what what is it yeah it's it's one of those Type okay. of deal. I That's mean, I can, I can put a link to it. You guys can check it out. I just, I saw it and I was like, oh, you know what? I liked it because of it. The, the, the process was more of the, let me romance you mm-hmm. and not just try to get you into bed. Because you know? sometimes we don't know what to say. We don't know how to, um, if it's been a while. Share. Yeah. If it's been a while, we don't know how to kind of get back up on that horse. Mm-hmm. and you know, start to do the romance. Or if we've gotten so out of the habit of doing the little things 
that, you know what, I'm just going to take the garbage out so he doesn't have to do it this week. Or, you know what, I'll just swing by and pick up a couple things for the grocery store, pick up dinner because I know it'll make it, you know, she's had a long day. And I know if I come home with dinner, it's going to be the break that she needs in the day. And, you know, a lot of it has to do one thing I've been thinking about lately when Elise and I mentioned that we to each other that we wanted to do this was one of my big things is just our actions. Mm-hmm. You know how we get so caught up and, and and I fall victim to this too is like I walk through the door and then all of a sudden it's just like everything is just breaking loose. All heck is just breaking loose in the house and it's very easy to just go everybody just stop, maybe scream, maybe just lay everybody out and don't you know you're not thinking about the aftermath. You're just like I'm going to just plow through everybody so everybody just be quiet will be quiet and give me space. But I have come to learn over the last couple of months that, and more than that, but it's just taking a deep breath and just realizing that my actions right now are going to dictate how Elisa and I are going to be able to engage each other this evening. So if it's one of my nights, say it's a Tuesday night, which is the last night that I have in my week of our intimacy lifestyle. If I come in this house and I just start blasting it's going to be really hard, and I know it because I've done it. It's going to be really hard to try to romance her and get her in the mood later on in the evening. Mm-hmm. So I need to really think about, okay, how am I acting and reacting to everything? And I really just need to just take a deep breath, take a step back, and just go, you know what? I may have had a hard day. I may have had some tough customer calls. I may have had just things that just didn't go my way. But I don't need to just lay that out on Elisa and on the family. Well, and, and you just saying that reminds me of a story I read years and years ago where um, you, it talked about this. It was like an observer watching this husband walk home and he would pause by this tree by the front door and he would just kind of like rub, the, you know, like pause there and then rub the tree. And, and it comes out in conversation later that the reason he was doing this is that he would take a breath before he walked in his front door, kind of unload all of his baggage from the day at the front door so that he didn't bring it home. Mm-hmm. It didn't walk in the door. And, you know, I think there's a lot of validity to that, to say, you know what, have have that little ritual. Have whatever you need to have to leave what's going on out there, out there so that you can be in the present. I mean, so much of, you know, what we're talking about tonight with being with right now is being in the present not not doing that to do list, you know. Right now, which, which Elisa's, I, I am, I am. It, it takes me sometimes with Elisa with a to do list. It, it can take me half an hour to get her through that to do list, so we can get to the next thing. And sometimes that's, but it, it, we're in the moment. I've recognized it. I've realized it. And and in the past, I would get upset. I would get mopey i mean we could be in bed and she's just going through all this stuff and all of a sudden I, it, to myself I'm, I'm just getting mopey and i'm getting irritated you know i'm not engaging her i'm just sort of like for crying out loud let's let's get this over with as quickly as we can but i've realized over time that it's just her letting it out me understanding hey let me engage her right now let me talk to her right now i may be tired I may be, you know, just let's get this moving at stage. But I've learned over the years that, you know what, some of the best times and the best conversations we're having 
are during that time because it's quiet. We get to sit down. We get to relax in each other's arms. And better stuff is to come afterwards because she has finally let everything out. I am now not in a grumpy mood anymore. I have changed my attitude completely to just go, this is just what it is. And for me as a husband, I should be praising God that my wife wants to speak to me like this openly and honestly. Thank you. I say now I I say thank you, you know, and then we can move on from there. Yeah. And that's, you know, and because I'm aware that I do kind of have this mental to-do list going on, it allows me to, I'm to the point where I catch myself going, you know what? You're doing the to-do list. You're not being present with Tony. You're not, you're not in the, you know, if we're having sex, I'm not in the moment. Get there. Put the to-do list on the shelf. It'll still be there in, you know, 20 minutes come back to the relationship at hand. Or, you know, if I'm doing stuff with the kids and I find myself starting to go down that path too, where I'm like, oh, I really, you know, like I gotta, yeah, I gotta do this. I gotta do that. I'm like, nope, right now, this is where you have to be. Or like this morning, saw a girlfriend, um, we were dropping the kids off from school and she and I just started talking and it ended up being this informal, you know, kind of, hey, let's just go. We ended up going back to her house and just, having a cup of tea and having a great conversation. And you know what? Right then, that was where I needed to be. Mm-hmm. My to-do list is still there. I, I still I still have to check off a few things before bed tonight. But I'm in a position where when you're you know, in the now, you are valuing and putting value on those relationships that matter. Mm-hmm. With people that matter. You're not saying, you know what, you're not important to me. My, my stuff, mm-hmm. my, my, my things that I got to do, that's more important than you as a person. And so you know, when we talk about right now, we are talking about building up the value in your relationships, letting your spouse know, you know what, you're so important to me. I am, you know, I mean, there are times when I just call Tony and I'm like, hey, just wanted to call and say I love you. Yeah. Or he'll just shoot me a message, hey, thinking about you. You know, and that's enough to make the worst uckies go away during the day. Yeah, totally. You know, and so when he comes home, not that I'm not excited to see him on a, on a daily basis, but there's that extra like, it was so nice that you just thought of me today. And, you know, you didn't call the, I mean, I love our conversations and we do talk a lot, but sometimes we just talk, we have to talk the business side of marriage. Right. And so it's nice to get those just because phone calls, texts, emails. And, and there is a part of, of life and of marriage. What Elisa brought up was great. It is that business side of marriage. I mean, many of us don't want to say that, but there are just things that we have to get talking about and we got to get done and off of our plates so that we can move on to these areas that we really want to gauge in, mm-hmm. which for most couples we've come to realize is you know the emotional intimacy a stronger connection through communication, physical, sexual intimacy, a a stronger connection through, you know, touch and sex. And the third is, which what's the third that we financial Mm -hmm. and a financial intimacy. Those are like the top three we hear from people all the time about. And so, you know what? There may be those times during the week when you just have to have these, these talks. And in many of us, we have them every day. The problem is, is when 
all your talks are the business side of marriage because mm-hmm. it gets a little old. And you know what? There there have been many a times and hours where that's all that we're talking about. And I know from from my standpoint, they're just I just go it, it time out en- enough. Right. I, I mean, I know I know this is all important things that we need to have completed and done so our household runs but we need to put a little time out here and give ourselves some space so you and I can just take a deep breath engage each other have some fun talk about some other stuff you know than just you know I got an appointment set up for the for the this doctor and that doctor and this and we got to do you know with us going through the short sale on the house I mean it's like you know, we had this coming on and this going on and this and this and this. It, it can get tedious and old. And, you know, for myself, I just realized it's like, okay, let's time out. Let's, we, we know we got to talk about it. We know we got to fill those papers out. They'll be there later. Right now, you and I need to connect. You and I need to bond. You and I need to grow stronger together mm-hmm. so that way we can tackle all this other stuff. That is constantly hitting us. And one thing I want to say too is for myself anyways, is that there are just times when I'll be driving or in the shower and I honestly, and it's weird and it's morbid, I think, but maybe some of you do this. I I don't know. I have no idea where he's going right now. (laughs) Okay. But, But I just think about what would my life be like without Elisa here? What if tomorrow it was over? Okay, that's not... Whoa, that's, why I okay. Said it, that's why I said it's morbid. Okay, it's, keep that's, going. That's why I said it's morbid. But w- what what would happen if all of a sudden I got the phone call? Tony, you need to come here. Elisa's been in an accident. Or she comes home from a, a regular checkup and it's like, Tony, I have cancer. You know, I think about that. And I know it's morbid and it's weird, but it really snaps me out of whatever sort of funk I'm in. Because I'll tell you, I'll have tears streaming down my face because I love this woman who's sitting across from me a lot. And I just cannot imagine what life would be like without her here beside me. And so that really makes me think, my goodness, what if I had to go through that? And, you know, I may be feeling sort of funky. I, I may be feeling like she's not engaging me right now. She's not understanding me right now. But then I, I, I think like that and I'm going, what if she wasn't here? You know, I need to turn around and, and, and see what's going on in my own life, you know, so that I can talk to her freely when I get home, you know, and love on her because uh, we're not guaranteed tomorrow. And I, I don't know if some of you have that thought, those thoughts. If you do, I mean, I'd be interested in knowing if I'm the only guy that does that. But I, I do. I, I think like that at times and go, what would happen? And, you know, my, my good friend Nick, you know, got hit by a car last May. Dead. 40 years old. Was going to turn 41. My cousin's husband, he drowned some years back. Five years ago now, I think it's been. Six years ago? Almost seven. Almost seven now. You know, done. So what, what's, what's hampering you so much and what's driving you 
to the point that you're driving your spouse nuts. You know, maybe you need to get to that point and think about it. You know, why, why did you get married to this person? What so what was so enthralling about them? And, and really think about that. Because again, I'll tell you, uh, I seriously have times, I'll be sitting in the shower and I, I mean, I'll, that mind, this image will pop up in my mind and I'm, tears will just be running down my face. And I seriously think it's just God just going, dude, she's there. But I'm going to remind you, man, let you know that she is precious and you need to love on her each and every day because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. A little speechless right now. It's the first I've, um, a first I've learned that Tony has had those thoughts, has done that. And, um, do you have those thoughts? Oh yeah. See? Okay. But, <laughs> but from my perspective, I think it was one of those things too, where, um, I think we've talked about this before, but I was, I was the first family member to get to your cousin mm-hmm. after her husband um, yep. died. And that has really shaped our marriage, that experience, because I was, I ended up being the closest. I, I walked a lot of that journey with her in terms of, um, you know, I was, I was there for hours that night and mm-hmm. I was the one that went to the, um, the cemetery and helped her pick out, you know, what are we doing? A casket? Are we doing And you know, is it going to be creamy? Just all of these things that, that Tony and I had never discussed. Yeah. And you know, I, there were just so many things that I did during that experience for her and with her, um, that it, it made me, you know, it's made me have to prepare for the inevitability that there may come a day that, that I get the phone call. Mm-hmm. And so I've, I've, because of that life experience, I've thought about that. And, and I was, um, some of you may have seen on Facebook, I was in Nashville this past weekend uh, with a Leah Sophia training. And one night, a group of us gals and some of the husbands that had traveled to, we went to downtown Nashville and went to a couple of the bars. And, and I, yeah, I got to tell you, that is a scary scene the whole single dating bar. I, I was thing. enjoying your texts that you were coming across though. Well, okay. Those, those were, those were fun. Those were fun texts, but it was the flip side of that is that on the way home, I'm sitting next to a girl on the plane who is telling me how she's met her boyfriend slash soon to be fiance on this website called Christian mingle, which is a Christian okay. dating site. And, um, you know, just, we had a phenomenal talk. We talked basically all the way from Nashville to San Diego. Um, so needless to say the nap I thought I was going to get on the way home. I didn't get, but you know, it's one of those things where I look at where she is in her relationship. Um, and you, everything about their relationship is right now. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's it, when you're new into the relationship, you are all about, you know, is he going to call? What are we what are we doing, you know, tonight? And, um, her boyfriend's in the military. So, you know, part of their lives is spent planning and, and apart from each other and whatnot. But, but listening to her talk, you know, she's just so much enthusiasm and excitement. And it was like, I was like, gosh, you know, I remember when like somebody would mention Tony's name and, you know, I would feel my entire being just light up with energy. And, you know, granted, we now have 17 years of history 
mm-hmm. between us. But there are still times when I haven't seen him and somebody will say, hey, how's Tony? I'm like, oh my gosh, you know, da, da, da. And I start rattling off, you know, the latest adventure. And yet I look at her with all of her new relationship excitement and it reminds me, you know what, right now, right now, you know, when he calls and I see it's him on the phone, right now, when he wants to stay up late talking, okay. Because I remember the first time we ever spoke um, together on our 60 days of sex. It was at the very first marriage retreat that we spoke at. Mm-hmm. And I remember a woman standing up and asking me, and I've, I don't know how many times I've told the story. You guys have probably heard it a few times if you've been listening to us for a while. But she stood up and she raised her hand and you know, we just spent the last 20 minutes talking about making intimacy a priority in your marriage. And she says, what about, um, what about like the dishes and the laundry? That's always a good one. That's always a good one. And you know, she is a very dear, sweet lady and we've had subsequent conversations on it. Um, but it was one of those things where I said, you know what? I have, I can guarantee you that, Regardless of what you decide to do with your dishes and laundry tonight, it's going to be back again tomorrow. Right. And, and hey, you know what, folks? If it's one of those things that the kids are in bed, it's quiet, and maybe you haven't gone to the dishes yet, but you're both feeling frisky or one of you is feeling frisky and it's your night taking the lead. I mean, Elise and I have done this. I mean, it's like, you know what? Let's savor this moment right now because we're feeling it. There's this electricity between us. I mean... You know, you can just sort of smell each other. It's just sort of like, oh, yes. And so, you know what? Go have at it. Go have fun. Go, then you can go, do the dishes together. And, and, and do do the dishes later. I mean, it's okay. Really, it, it, it's okay if the dishes sit there. I mean, there have been times when we've done like half the dishes, made love, just totally forgot about it. And the next morning we wake up and there are dishes all over the counter. And it's just like, sort of like, oh. oh, well, you know what? We'll just take care of it this morning. We'll, we'll, we'll get it done, you know, because that time we got to spend together was special. Mm-hmm. And it's not to say that you can't have special time washing dishes. I'm, I'm sure you can. It's just like you can have some really special times hitting a coffee shop and just chilling and talking. Or making dinner together or... Whatever it may be, mm-hmm. right. But sometimes you got to just go after it and not go down that to-do list and go, well, this needs to get done, this needs to... Because if this doesn't get done, then this... Man, uh, we've been there. We've mm-hmm. been there, and I and we get caught in these cycles of doing that sort of stuff. And and I'll tell you, I'm I'm more happy, more just energized when we can just let go of some stuff. Yes, we have our to do list. Yes, we got our things that we got to get done. But it's just so nice when we can just sort of like deviate a little bit mm-hmm. and just come back to it. It's all right, you well, know, and, and and take those chances when you get them. And as I told her, I said, um. It, those things will always be there. There is no guarantee that you will wake up tomorrow and your spouse will be there. And, and, and that kind of goes back to Tony's, you know, when he has these flashes of me dying. These morbid thoughts. The, your morbid I don't, I don't thoughts. know what you would call, but I, I'm not kidding you. I've had, I've had those. I had one today. I, I was like driving home and, and I seriously had like tears flowing down my face. I was like, what the heck? Where did that come out of? You know? Well, and, and I mean, just as an aside, I find it kind of interesting that this is the first time hearing about this. I think I've told you in the past. I, 
I really think I would have remembered if you told me that you were having morbid <laughs> thoughts about me either dying or getting sick mm-hmm. and you having to do life without me. I, well, I really think that would have. Kate, do, do we not say, do we not say to you guys, have a time every week where you talk to each other? Do we not say that? Yes. We do. Because look at Elise and I are learning something new about <laughs> okay. each other. I'm like, you guys can't see this, but um, Tony speaks with his hands. And so, you know, in the last 10 seconds when he was doing that, he like was reaching across the table. I'm like, am I supposed to hold your hand? What, what you know, this little Italian emphasis here, like I'm trying to tell you something. But what I'm saying is that you learn something new and, it, and you learn something new when you talk more and when you communicate more and when things come up and not being scared to share them either, mm-hmm. you know? Because let's face it, I could have really blown him out of the water right there. Right. And and some of you may, well, no, just because I could have been like, dude, you're thinking about me dying, you know, just been very on the defensive of you like going down this path or making fun of you for being emotional. I mean, there are couples out there where it's not safe mm. to be emotional like that, to say, you know what? not that I'm worried about you dying, not that I'm, you know, plotting your demise. It's just that every once in a while I get this sense of, oh my gosh, you know, and to be able to have that safe relationship to share it where you know that I'm not going to be like, dude, what'd you eat for lunch today type of thing. Um, And that's something that, you know, we've been encouraging you guys for the last two years. Make sure your marriage is a safe place to share this kind of stuff. You have to build, you want to talk about doing something right now, Right now, you start to build the foundations of your marriage to make them strong and safe, Mm -hmm. to make your marriage be a place where you can sit across the table from each other. And it's okay if your husband says, you know what, every once in a while, it just crosses my mind that you could not be here. And that would be devastating to me. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've talked and, you know, Tony and I off air have talked jokingly every once in a while, you know, about like, what would life look like if one of us died? You know, and Tony's like, I'm not getting married ever again. You know, this, you know, he's kind of joking about it, but kind of serious. No, I'm, I'm serious. And, uh, you know, so we've talked kind of in that sort of abstract kind of funny way, but this is the first time I've heard that, you know, it's like, I know he'd be devastated, but to actually hear him verbalize it. Um, and yes, I am kind of smiling because it's nice to know. You're cherished. Yeah. You are. To me, I don't sense it as, a a what is it a lack of i don't know just what, what's the word i'm looking for here babe i'm not sure i'm not sure give me like the rest of your thought my thought is that it's not bad it's what's know. what's not bad the thought the thought no i mean i i don't i and i don't find it to be morbid at all i mean i think the reality is is that we live in a world where we are going to die at some point in time you know, that's, that's kind of like the dishes. They're always going to be there. Um, but I'm not, and you're not. And so, you know, that, that's a very real, like, you know, and I've thought through the logistical side of things because after Tony's cousin died and I was helping her with her finances, I became very aware of what finances look like for a widow. And so mm-hmm. we've put a lot of protection around that. And we had that whole episode where we've talked about life insurance and planning and, and um, you, all yeah. of that. But so I've thought through the logical side of Tony dying. And every once in a while, the emotional side, like Tony, the emotional side 
of him not being there. I mean, I'd be a wreck. Quite honestly, I can't sleep when Tony goes away on a business trip. You know, so I would, I know I would not be sleeping. <laughs> you know, I, there is, there is that security of knowing that he's in the house. He doesn't even have to be in the bedroom, but if I know mm-hmm. he's in the house and you know, just what do I do with my children? You know, mm-hmm. how do I raise them? And you know, I don't know that we've ever shared this, but prior to even having children, I remember one time we were, we were, you know, in the, it was back when we lived in Rancho Santa Margarita. Okay. And, you know, we were kind of starting the, maybe we want to have kids talk. Ew. <laughs> that was a gazillion years ago. <laughs> and I remember breaking into tears because I had this overwhelming, powerful thought that I would die young Yes, I remember that. Do you remember that? I had oh, this thought that used that, to just drive me crazy. And I, because I was like, I don't have kids and, because I have this fear of dying young. And that used to just drive me crazy. I mean, that was like our early years of marriage and I just... He didn't get it. I didn't get it, man. I would just, I'd just be like, honey, we are having sex for crying out loud. Yeah, because it, it, would, it would typically happen when we're having sex. We are seriously having sex and she would just be like... I think I'm going to die young. I'd be crying. Oh, 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 okay. Well, let me continue on here, I guess. Um, no, let me not. I will stop now and roll over. Wow. I, wow that is, <laughs> do you remember that? I do. I remember that so many times going, um, is this just a ploy for her to get out of this or what? No, it would hit me. And of course, it was always the most inopportune time. But you know, all that's to say that you know, I moved past that and got to living now mm-hmm. because I can't base my life on something that, you know, while I know death is an inevitability, I have no idea what day my number is going to be up. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. So am I going to live my entire life in fear? And that's what some of us do when we're only worried about planning the future. We forget to stop living. Mm-hmm. In the present, we forget that, you know, it's okay to have fun now. You don't have to, and I'm not talking, you know, big, extravagant, you know, blow all your cash type of fun, but, you know, I'm talking, listening to your kids laugh when they're goofing around, you know, not being in such a hurry that you can't get that one extra hug from your son. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, I don't know if you've noticed, Alex has been very huggy with me lately. Mm-hmm. And, you know, do I push him away? No. No, because he's nine. And there may come a time in the not so distant future when, you know, he's not hugging his mom as much. So I'm getting them all now. Of course, he's almost on eye level with me, which is a whole nother Deal right deal. now. Um, but I cannot stress to you enough how important it is to live in your marriage mm-hmm. right now, to work on what's going on in your marriage right now. We are hearing, I, I was with some women this weekend and two of them got phone calls from girlfriends whose marriages are disintegrating right now. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're, they're trying to counsel and do everything from, you know, a few thousand miles away and, and, you know, and talking through these relationships, you know, there were, there were affairs, there's job loss going on. There's just all of these pressures and, you know, those pressures are never going to go away. Never going to go away. Mm-mm regardless of what the makeup of your marriage is, regardless of what you are dealing with, there will always be external and internal pressures on your marriage. So you have to make a decision. What are you going to do right now? 
Are you going to call your husband? Are you going to bring your wife a red rose tonight? Are you going to sit down and have that conversation that you've been putting off? Are you going to give her a hug just, just because? Or are you going to do those things that, you know, are you going to do it tomorrow? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like it says in the song, hold on, let me pull up the song lyrics. Um, catch that magic moment. Do it right here and now. It means everything. It does because you're not promised anything. Mm-mm. But right now, you have right now. So take advantage of it. Make something of right now in your marriage. Yeah. Amen to that, girl. Got a little fired up. Yeah, right. Sure did. All right. So let's do some housekeeping. 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 Thank you all who have called in and messaged us and and let us know where you're at after last week's podcast, mm-hmm. episode 103 with the short sale of our house. We've heard from many of you who are dealing with the same pressures, trying to decide what to do, you you know, loss of job, um, decrease in pay, you know, all sorts of things are happening. So our thing again to you, connect, engage each other, grow stronger do not put wedges between you and your spouse because something terrible is going wrong you're not alone do not believe it do not allow it to happen if you need to tell us call us email us let us know we love to hear from you and we do not share everything because we got a bunch of them we haven't shared any of it tonight Mm -hmm. because we know that your privacy is important but i will tell you The reason Elise and I talk the way we do is because we know that if we just allow ourselves to sit in the darkness, the devil will win. And if he wins out, things are going to start happening between us. So if we let other people know what's going on, we shed light on it. And by shedding light on it, Jesus can take care of it. Remember last week I said, I trust you, Jesus. That's what we do every day. So it may be a short sale of your house. Maybe that you just had a loss of a child. Maybe that you just had a loss of a parent. It may mean that you're dealing with some pornography issues, an affair, okay? All of those issues bring and wreck havoc on our marriages. But I truly believe, having gone through enough of them in my lifetime and in my marriage with Elisa, this is one of those big ones, and our marriage is getting stronger. So I just want to thank you all for, for all your well wishes and all. But no that we're here for you if you need us. I've also heard from some of you going, Tony, I just want to donate a lump sum. And that's rad. And we appreciate that. If you want to, it's real simple. It's oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash donate. And there is a PayPal button that you can just donate a lump sum, whatever you want it to be. If you don't want to become a member and do $3 a month or $5 a month, we'd love it. For those of you who'd like to get our book, you can grab it here at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash strip down. Thank you all who are getting it and who are letting us know how it has impacted your life. It is just rad when we when we hear that and we get we're getting new listeners every day, every week, and they're coming across our book because of you guys who have been listening and sharing it. It's awesome. It really is. I was just going to mention we are um, a week and a half, a week, week and a half mm-hmm. away from speaking at the One Extraordinary Marriage Retreat in Okamos, Michigan. And, um, wow, really excited and looking forward to that. We're, um, 
and meeting you guys there. Meeting you guys. I know. I'm, I'm hoping all of you Midwesterners for whom it is within driving distance can, uh, can join us there and come up and give us hugs and say hello and just put names to faces or faces to names. Um, because we are, we're getting fired up for what's going to happen next weekend and, um, the ability to touch all of those lives there. And really, you know, we're sharing your stories. Mm -hmm. We're sharing this community and what we have learned through our own marriage and through your marriages. And, um, it's going to be an amazing weekend. So we're looking forward to that. But that's mm-hmm. next weekend, the third and fourth there in Okemos, Michigan. Yep. And with that, is that it? That's it. I think that's all we got you guys. So have yourselves a fantastic week. We're getting this out a little later than we'd like to, but we've had a crazy week and we know you guys understand that because you have yourselves crazy weeks at time. But till next week, have yourself a fantastic time. We love you. Let us know how you're doing. Bye.